With Hashem's never-ending and unbelievably deep love, you're listening to the 153rd edition of the Daily Dvar. We now begin the 15th chapter of this wonderful Sefer Torah Habayis, the Torah of the Home. He says that in this chapter we're going to explain the idea that a person has to strengthen himself in Torah and in the commandments while he's still alive. Even something that he doesn't understand with his mind, with his intellect, nevertheless by doing this, so this is going to be the sustenance for his soul for all times. We find in the verse it says like this, it says in Parshas Veschan, Hashem, God commanded us to do all of these statutes, to fear Hashem our God, so that it should be good for us all of the days. So what is the Torah teaching us? It's teaching us that by doing the statutes of the Torah, those that we don't understand, somehow that gives us a tremendous merit that allows us for all the days, meaning for all eternity, to enjoy the Ziv HaShchina, the shine of Hashem. So how does that work? So he explains that when we do a mitzvah that we don't understand, we don't exactly understand why Hashem gave us this mitzvah. Nevertheless, we perform it willfully, we perform it with love. So that shows that when we're doing the mitzvahs, we're not just doing it because we understand it per se. All the mitzvahs that we're doing, we're doing it because Hashem wants us to do these mitzvahs. That's the highest form, the highest level of service, is even when we don't understand to do it. And by doing it, even when we don't understand, it shows that all the mitzvahs that we do, to a certain extent, understand. So nevertheless, we're doing those also because this is Hashem's will and we want to perform Hashem's will. And that's our exclusive goal. So when we show that, so our eternity forever is an unbelievable, sublime experience of closeness to Hashem. But unfortunately, says the Chavetz Chaim, the opposite has also the ability to be true. For instance, if a person does not properly dedicate himself to doing the mitzvot, to doing the Torah, but rather he follows his evil inclination, so he's going to be missing for all eternity. He's going to be missing something. So interestingly, he explains that there are two different things that happen. If a person does an Avera, a person does something wrong, so that's something that can be erased from his soul. The stain can be removed because it's something that he did negative. But if a person is lacking the positive, a person has not given himself over completely to Hashem, to the best of his ability, of course, and dedicated himself to doing the mitzvot, learning the Torah. So that's something that will be missing from him forever, because you can't erase the fact that you didn't do something. Also, another important point that he says is that in regards to Gehenim, the purgatory, the removal of the stains of some kind of sin, so that's something that can last for a certain amount of time only. It's mugbal. It's limited. However, when it comes to the lack, the person doesn't have that closeness to Hashem, that connection to Hashem. So that's something that a person has to undergo, unfortunately, for all time. Because if he doesn't have it, he doesn't have it. To explain this idea, the Chavitz Chaim teaches us a mashal, a parable. He says there was once a very wealthy man. He had all the money in the world. He had a tremendous amount of property, everything you could want, everything. But one day the government found that he had some kind of forged documents, perhaps he had forged money, and they put him in jail. And there was a tremendous amount of these forged documents, this forged money, and the, and the judgment was upon him that he has to undergo tremendous amount of difficulties, tremendous amount of beatings and punishments, all this because he had done this horrible thing, he had had these forged documents. Anyway, one day it comes the day, and they say that they're going to bring him out in public, and they're going to beat him up in public, everyone's going to see it, and then he's going to be set, sent off to a desert where he's going to be left to die. So the day comes, and he's to be beaten up in public, and one of his friends happens to be there, his old friends from many years ago, he's been in jail for many years already, one of his old friends who's also wealthy, so he comes to the place and he sees who the person is, this friend of his, he can't believe his old buddy, 
the rich man is now being beaten up. And he goes to the judge and he says to him, listen, I don't really know exactly why he got this judgment from him, but I'm telling you, this guy is an honest person. He only had good dealings. It's, I, I just don't believe, it's, I don't think it's possible that he had some kind of forged documents. I just don't believe it. That's what the friend of this rich man said, formerly rich man. So the judge says, okay. And, they, and he does some research and he looks around and he sees all the different people that uh, were from this guy's community. And he sees, they all say, indeed, this guy was a good guy. We don't really understand why he's being beaten up. So the judge says, listen, we can't do too much about this because we did indeed find these forged documents in his hands. You know, the facts speak for themselves. But because of all of your testimony, we're going to change the din. It's not going to be so difficult. Instead of the judgment being that he gets all these difficult yisur and these difficult tribulations and beating, getting beaten up, instead of that, we're, going to, we're not going to do that. Instead of sending him to die in the desert, we're not going to do that. We're going to give him, we're going to send him to a city where he's going to live all alone. He's not going to be allowed to leave the city and be provided for his bare minimums. And that's what's going to happen. We'll continue with this in the next Daily Dvar.